five. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today, I have a legendary guest, and I'm talking legendary like Gladys Knight and the Pips, maybe even more legendary like a, a Patty LaBelle type, but he's a male. <laughs> I have with me Michael Banks. To the world, he is Mike Banks. To North Carolina, he's their legend. To Central Virginia on top of Candler's Mountain, down Sunny Mead Road. That's Mike Banks. That's Tanya Banks' territory. These was two people I grew up with. We rode the bus together. They they was they they were they they personified what a brother and sister was about. Me and my si- my sister kind of tried to mirror y'all, but we was the light skin versions. <laughs> but but I was I, but I but you skinny and I've always been husky. I ain't never changed. So, so Mike Banks, I'm gonna give you the floor. Introduce yourself and tell them about you because a lot of people already know. You know you want to rest works finest. Class of 2000. 2001, baby. You didn't yeah. let me get the N1 in. <laughs> N1. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and tell them, t- tell the people about yourself, Mike. Well, yeah, most of y'all already know I'm Mike Banks, Michael Banks <laughs> from Rustburg, aka Lynchburg. <laughs> All up in <laughs> um, Graduated Rustburg High School, 01. Graduated with some real friends, some real other legends, too. Yeah, and let me tell um, you about this class real quick. Hold on. Let me get into this. This is the last great class of Rustburg athletes. We're talking about state champions from the Koenigs to the football teams. Y'all had regional prowess. People were scared of you. The The year after you left was the year that Gretna became a powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we... Yeah, we. I graduated with a class, like I said, a dynamite class. I graduated with a bunch of guys and girls that could put it in on the court, was smart in the classroom. Yeah, like you said, state football rings, uh, track, basketball, like, yeah, softball, baseball, yeah. So I graduated with a bunch of great people. Um, I also went to high school with a bunch of great people. I rode the bus <laughs> with you and your sister in the home. <laughs> A whole bunch of other great fun people, man. Like we all, we, we all learn from each other. We all fit in well. It was different characters, different personalities, but it was all fun, man. Like it was all fun. That was a great time back then, man. But after one, like changed, man. Things get real when you leave and go into this world. Right. <laughs> it gets so, real. So um, before before we get into the deep part of you, because you got a mystery about you. All right. Now here's the thing, guys. This is my living legend series. The reason that Mike Banks is a living legend, and I want to say this, and and this is like, this ain't none of that Hallmark stuff, but this is kind of soft for some of y'all people. Um, Mike Banks was one of these people that, you know, when you came up with him, he was not a disrespectful cat. He was a dude that was humble, and he commanded respect by what he did. Like, he would stick up for you if something went down or something went crazy, but it was the in-school, the being cool outside of school, and being this down-ass dude on the bus – you know, he had some knowledge, so he was wise. I'm not saying you're not wise now, but um, what I take away from him, um, and he won't he won't remember this because we was young. My father died when I was real young, and he died when in, in 1994. Well, Mike Banks, you know, I'm not saying he took me under his wing as, as a father or anything nothing like that. What I'm saying is when we get on the bus, he would tell me some things because I used to have a, 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 a real loose head. I was a loose cannon on the bus. I mean, I threw batteries at the bus driver when we was going down the road. And you yes. don't remember this, but I always remember you told me that it was no need for the nonsense. <laughs> you told me that one time, and for for the rest of my life, I always tell yeah. people that. I'm like, it's no need for the nonsense. 
And <laughs> even when we was in school, it was catching my grade because I'm three years under you. I was 04. So the, when I was a freshman, you were a senior. People looked up to you. People was like, man, I want to be like Mike Banks. Mike Banks had the fresh Jordans. Mike Banks had it all. He even had the haircut, had the crazy hairline going on with the waves spinning. You know, you used to look like the Tidewater. So, <laughs> so, so, so I ask you this. What is it like in life to be a legend and not know you a legend? It's different, man. Um, I don't try to be a legend, man. I just try to be me and try to be a leader and uh, try to be an example for myself. And then maybe that I can be an example to other people or maybe somebody will look up to me, but I don't intend for it, man. Like, for real, like, I, I don't never intend to be a legend, never intend to be nobody but myself, man, just... I said I I grew up watching people I, I looked up to and I wanted to be like them. Like I, I <laughs> it was a lot of guys in my classes above me that I looked up to and I wanted to be just like them and I considered them legends. So I just tried to do what they did and just be the cool guy. Just try to keep a cool head and keep you youngsters from acting up. But uh just really just just be myself, man. And, and I never knew it though. Yeah, see the crazy <laughs> thing is like you said you never knew that you was doing this while you was looking at somebody else, people was looking up to you. Now We'll, we'll go through high school. We go to Rustburg High School. Our demographic is crazy. You got us on top of Candler's Mountain. We're the, yellow, we're the Yellow Branch crew. That's what we was. Yellow Branch. Then it was J.J. Frey crew, which is Rustburg Elementary now. Then you had Concord. And then you had some other random little places like the yeah. Cable Avenue kids that used the address to get to go to school with us. <laughs> you, you know I'm classic because I got a good memory. Got a good memory. <laughs> And and look look and the kids on the other side of twenty nine that should have went to Brookville but by Burley's Market that went to Rustburg. Okay, so that's everybody. It may right. be some of them windfall out the Vista kids, but who cares? So, right, and, just running the street. Yeah, just it was running the mill. So we had middle class, we had low class, we had this and that, and not stepping on anybody's toes. But I never realized I didn't think that I grew up poor or anything, but I never knew that we truly grew up middle class. Because, you know, we had people in trailer parks down the road. People had nice houses here and there. We had subdivisions. We didn't think of all that stuff because I could be quick to walk to the trailer park and hang out with them kids and never step foot in my own subdivision and talk to anyone. So how did that translate to you when you got older? Right. Like, because, you know, you're from the upper middle class. I'm from the middle class. How did that transfer over? Right. I never knew I was even from the upper middle class either. Like, like I said, like you said, the trailer park's right down the street. And half the time, I didn't even hang out in my hood. I didn't even hang out in the neighborhood. I right. No, I never did either. I always hung out on Old Fort. So, so, like, I didn't look at it like that. So, I never, I never realized that. But, like I said, I try, like, now, like, till now, like, I, I can hang out with anybody, man. Like, I got friends and I got friends in high, rich places. <laughs> I got friends at the bottom of the pit. So, like, it, <laughs> it don't change, man. It don't change. <laughs> All right. So, so, let's go into another scope of things. Athletics. Tell them about high school <laughs> for you. Tell them about high school for, for you. What made you a legend in athletics? Oh, man. Well, I played ball. I ran track. Track was my thing, man. Track was, track was your my thing. thing. <laughs> now, I will say this. I, I, ha- I have a friend. That I still consider you was fast, but I consider my friend the fastest dude in Rustburg, old Barry Preston. Oh, my cousin Barry Preston. Preston yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, what do you, what do you got to say to, to to that real quick? Do you consider Barry Preston the fastest man in Rustburg? 
Hello? Hello? Yeah, it went out for a second on us. Can you hear me? That thing went crazy. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, all right, so it's back in. So look. I'm checking I'll, the kid. I'll... Oh. <laughs> hey, so look, I'll edit that little part out real quick. But let me ask you, do you consider Barry Preston the fastest? Yes. It was something about yes. him. We, we we talking about legend. It was something about him. We, huh? He had like, he had speed out of nowhere. Like, he had some real speed. Just uncanny, right? Like, who? <laughs> like but, that dude was a different type of player, different athlete. But the thing is, is that he got his form running with you. See, that's where you you don't ever pick up on things. We would talk later on in life because, you know, I'll tell you a story about him. Barry Preston got me into wrestling. As great a runner he was, he was an accomplished wrestler too. But he stuck with yes, track because yes, yes, he stuck with track because that was a smart thing, but he was still bad at wrestling, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, yeah. So, you and know, people didn't know he could pick up a ball. He could? <laughs> yeah, people didn't know. <laughs> I, 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 when we was in Eastburg, it was never that he was always trying to race me. I'm like, I'm like, I'm fat, bro. I don't even run. I play soccer, but I stopped and grabbed my chest, you know. And right. Uh, all right, so, <laughs> so now let me tell you. So that's part of your legend right there. You know, Barry would go in because we used to talk about who he would race. You know, you was competition for it. And I'm not saying anybody yeah. else. I'm not gonna say anybody else afterwards wasn't, but like he was in a league of his own. Now let's go over to basketball yeah. real quick. Y'all had some ballers. It was yeah, a stacked group. Yeah, we had a bunch of. You come from a group that had prior, like the, the Haskins, the Andres of the world. You came from a core of ballers, correct? Yes. And your core of ballers, yes, sir. Yes. Your core of ballers ended in 02. I'm going to keep it real 02, 03. That group that came up with you, the uh, I ain't gonna name drop everybody, but the Justin Pins and everybody else. You know, by the time after you left and after they was gone, I mean, Westworks had ballers. But the thing is, is that our athletics has not been the same really since y'all left. Everybody was shell shocked after that. There may have been some state championships. We ain't even looking at them records, but it was just your class. Your class did the day. Now, yeah. Now, Mike, we got to get to the nitty gritty. So you graduate no one. Um, and what was you thinking after you graduated? Which way did you hit in life? Where'd you go? Mm, went straight to college, man. Like, I left and went straight to Florida. And how was that? I went to FAMU. Went down to FAMU for a while, man. And how things turn out there? <laughs> they turn out pretty good? Yeah, shout out to Raps. Um, it, it was pretty good, but it wasn't, it wasn't for me, man. Like, I came, you know, you know where we came from. 
Right. And yeah. Anybody, anybody from my area, you've been. Hold on. Let me turn it. My bad. Go ahead. You good? Anybody from my area, you know, if you go down to Florida, you go down to Tallahassee, it's a different scene. So the scene was very different. And it was larger than me. <laughs> Let's just say it was larger than me. All right. So, and I so, like that because because you didn't say one thing that I wanted you to say, but I'm glad you didn't say you didn't say pressures of the world. You just said it was larger <laughs> than me. I was looking for you to come. Yeah, it was larger than me. Because going to school was cool, going to practice, all that, going to track practice, all that was cool. Um, it was staying focused was my problem. <laughs> okay. It was staying focused. So, all right. So, so here- a lot of a lot of women. A lot of women. I feel you on that. that. Hey, that's how life was then and probably could be now, but you know, you settled down, you're doing the right thing in life. Um, I'm getting back to that. I had a little thing happen, but anyway, I'm getting back to that. So um, the, the thing that, that I, the, the crowd wants to know, and this is like mainly for Russburgers, this is like some fanboy stuff. Like you disappeared, bro. You, <laughs> you, may, you may have came back for cameo appearances, but Let's say from the time that you left high school to the time I graduated 04, you was dormant. You was like a volcano that used to erupt, but you was gone. Yeah. And, and that's where this mystery and this cloud surrounds you and makes your story so big and what people want to know. So what was Mike Banks doing when he left Virginia? <laughs> wow, man. Enjoying life. Enjoying the world, man. Seeing the world. Like I said, I went to fam. I left fam and I came back and went to A&T, graduated A&T, 06. But, um, yeah, from the time I left high school to the time you graduated, I was just back and forth, man. Like I said, I went down to fam for a year, enjoyed that scene that I was like, then came and landed in Greensboro, North Carolina. And that's where you've been since. Yeah, living, that's living right. I've been here. And, and mind you, like, this is my actual first foray. Like, I come to Greensboro because I travel everywhere. But then, like with how my job changed, I actually get to stay in these places and live a little bit and see how y'all do things here. Like I must say that I see why you stay here. Like it's something enticing. <laughs> it's something enticing everywhere. The culture, the people. It ain't just black and white. It's everything. I mean, I was yeah. in one spot. I was in one spot. I seen some Ugandans, and I'm down with the Sudanese. So the Sudanese, you know, that's a whole different breed. And I'm like, you know, just in general, just talking about culture. In the food here, like y'all yeah. got a, y'all got one Jamaican spot I mess with, and y'all got other things. There. <laughs> but that ain't part of the legend. Like, so so we're gonna get into a deeper topic real quick. What is something that you would say to the youth? Because you're a positive person. Like, let me get a story on you real quick so people notice. On the internet, this man is uh is is, is what we call a, a social media light. A social media light, in that sense, is you post positive things. Sometimes things get real and you got some gangster posts because sometimes you be in your feelings. We all do that. But you you post a hard message and I'm talking about your message goes because me and him were deep friends on on social media. That's kind of crazy. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. (laughs) Snapchat is where I, my realm, I'm hard on a Snapchat, but you post stuff (laughs) everywhere. And how do you, how does that make you feel knowing that like some of the things that you post, like some of the real stuff you post some days, like I'll, I'll will quote some of the stuff you post, even if it ain't your 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 words. I will like tell somebody who's just down and out or they got problems with baby's mom or baby's dad. I will put some of that stuff that you put out there about people being real and getting rid of this fakeness. I will put that out there for people. How does it make you feel that you know you're reaching people and you don't even know it, just like your legend? 
yeah, that made me feel good too. Cause I got, like I said, I got a lot of followers and I don't be knowing who be seeing what I post. I mean, you see who likes it and everything, but sometimes people just read the post but not like it. Right. But like, I'm just glad uh, some of them, a lot of my posts are touching people because a lot of people don't, they'll look at it, keep scrolling. But like I said, like you and a few other people and a lot of other people that I know that I see them reposting. I'm like, oh, okay. Or they inbox me, be like, yo, I needed that. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't even know I was really reaching out to anybody. Sometimes I just like something and I see it. I'm like, you know what? I like that. But I'm going to just post it. Right. Or I'm thinking something. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to post that. And, and see, now are you so, starting to under, understand, yeah. are you understanding the things that make you a living legend? It's 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 the part of like being a legend and stuff, and I, I had to learn it myself because I was told that I was one too. They called me Larry Sabisco. You don't know about that, but that's a different day for another time. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that like these minor little things to you are so monumental for people because like like I'm telling you, I didn't realize the grasp that social media has because you know we went to school with some people. I ain't gonna call them weird or nothing, but people that were socially awkward, right? And even yeah. at this point, have you noticed like the socially awkward reach out to you now? You never probably talked to them a day in high school, but somebody be like, bam, 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 bam. They say something to you and they like, you lit my life up like a disco ball or something. You get that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, let me tell you, that's living legend status. That makes you a living legend because someone has taken a belief in you, a myth, and made it gigantic. <laughs> hey, and I appreciate that, man. Because right. you never know who you're reaching. So, I, and I, I didn't even know I could be reaching people like that. So, right, and, and that's, that. and that's like I said, that's the whole power of everything. And just like you coming on one podcast, um, we're gonna flip the script real quick. Let's go into what you do on the podcast. I need you to plug that podcast. Tell everybody what's going on with that. Oh yeah, man! Y'all check out the Man Cave three three six. Definitely check that out, man. Um, that's me and my guys. Uh, a few good friends. Um, we just talked about real life men things, things that men don't talk about, like love, relationships, how what they're thinking, how they feeling, like stuff that you know that you have barbershop talk that you have with your boys, or sometimes it's impersonal talk, or sometimes things that you just look at your girl and you might like, I want to say that, but I ain't gonna say that. Or I want to tell you how I feel, but it may make me look different. We just letting guys know it's cool because I hang out with some married guys and some divorced guys. And some single guys like myself, so <laughs> you know, so like we all hang together and we just like learn from each other. And like I really learn from them because, like I said, I got the married guys and the divorced guys. So I see where they went wrong and I see where they're still going right. So you know, <laughs> you learn, and then we just try to help each other out so we can be positive to everybody else out here. So the followers that we got and that we gained, they can you know take a positive message and see men or being positive out here. Now, I'm going to say this uh, to my audience. Listen up. Y'all got to check out that podcast. The only thing he did not do that I want to ask him to do real fast is plug where you can hear this podcast at. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. You can hear us on Anchor FM. You can hear us on Spotify. You can hear us on, if you got your Apple phones, all my Apple people, you got a podcast app on your phone. You just type in the Man Cave 336. And it's going to pop up a bottle of Hennessy, but don't worry about that. That is definitely us. And uh, <laughs> Just check us out. Yeah, just listen. Give us a listen to. And um, yeah, we're trying to get it out more places right now. We got a new episode. We got three episodes out already. We got a fourth episode coming very soon. Actually, in the next two weeks to be exact. Can't okay. drop exactly. It'll be on a Saturday or Sunday, but it'll be in two weeks. We got another episode four coming out. And uh, we're going to be talking about um, 
mental health for men. Just and, so you know, like that's and, how. I <laughs> and what I like about your your crew is like you didn't use this word, but I, I'm the one with the vernacular here. No offense. Um, <laughs> you you deal with the taboo. That's what you deal with. And it's hard for people to do that because I'm kind of clear cut. You know, I had these fun conversations with you and people I know, but when I'm doing these normal guest interviews, um, you know, I'll go into the taboo a little bit, but then I won't go all the way. But y'all guys go full through with this. Um, and listeners, I want y'all to know, like, they got a great podcast over here. Give them a listen. Um, I'm going to talk to them later, try to get them to get it on Amazon uh, radio thing. I'm going to try to get them to get it on iHeartRadio. I'm just plugging these things for you because those are the future for you. Yeah, I need that. Oh, and you can always check out the live videos because not only do we have a podcast, while we're doing the podcast, we're shooting live videos, um, but they're recorded and saved on Instagram. Um, they're on the Man Cave 336 on our Instagram page. Um, you can check that out as well. Um, also, and also you can follow, definitely can follow that as well. <laughs> and also on a solo tip, uh, Mike is not plugging this once again. I, I keep keep coming at you i'm giving you the good marketing and you, you dropping the ball is sort of like a team i ain't gonna say nothing about but you know it, we're not and we're talking about the cowboys we ain't talking about the eagles we're talking about the cowboys you're dropping the ball at the cowboys um mike you know he don't want to admit it but he's a self-help guru too so he gonna plug his, he gonna plug his instagram real quick so y'all can get at him yeah man um definitely always check my personal instagram out at um Big Money Bakes, and that's big underscore money, and um, definitely check me out. Um, like I said, they know me in North Carolina as Banks, and um, Virginia, they know me as Mike Banks, Michael Banks, you know, the kid from Campbell County, baby. <laughs> <laughs> On top of the mountain, and and, and and I just like I'm just really ecstatic because I'm just like, man, yeah, baby. I found I found no. got the I got the link up with you. We're getting this interview in. Um, and you're pushing out this positivity in the world. So we're going to go into a, a small sector of people with this. Um, what do you say to somebody that aspires to do a roundtable podcast with his friends? How does he get started doing that? Um, honestly, because uh, I got I got a lot of friends, but don't choose all your friends. You got to have the right group. It always has to be the right group of people. So it's got to be the circle that you can bounce off of that you that bounces off of you because that's how we are. Like that's why we're so small, and it's because it's only five of us, but we bounce off each other well, and we know each other's story. We've been around each other long enough, like been around each other to know each other, seen each other's ups and downs since we've been around each other for the last. I'm honestly say the last seven to eight years. Okay. So I mean, it's probably been longer. I'm gonna just say seven to eight years. So like we just a bunch of they, we are a group of good guys, so if you're going to do a podcast with your friends, just make sure it's some friends that you can, like I said, bounce off well in a podcast, that you can have, sit down and have a real conversation with, because that's all we're doing. We're not acting like the camera's there. We're not acting like the, the, the podcast is there. We're just having a real topic discussion on real topics, so it's okay. how you want to do it, but pick you a good group of friends to do it with. <laughs> all right, now, now this is one thing that's that's kind of curious uh, to the world, and they want to notice because, like I said, after this podcast, is going to put you in a different light. So how come there's not a Mike Banks show or there ain't a Banks podcast? Well, the Man K336, um, that, that is it. <laughs> that's it. Um, that's you I and your crew, mean, bro. That's I, you I, and your crew. Yeah, I mean, but that's how you're gonna get the inside of me is, is, is <laughs> that way. I don't. 
don't, I, I don't do the solo missions. I mean, I can, but I'd rather do it with the with my friends and my guys that we got all got a story to tell. Because I mean, I got my own story, but we all got a story to tell. So, so y'all trying to tell keep it, it like that, man? I don't, I, I, all right, I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. So, so the only way we're gonna get the solo story sometimes is if I pull you out of the woodworks and 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 get that podcast out of you every few months or so. Is that is that what you're telling me, basically? Yeah, yeah. Because we all separated, do our own separate little uh, co other podcast or guest appearance or interviews, but then we all come back together. So yeah, only way you can get a one on one shot is an interview. Yeah. Okay, so now let me get you here with one thing. All right, we're going back to high school. Tell me the Mike Banks crew. Who was in the Mike Banks crew in high school? Oh man, everybody know who was in the in the Legends crew of 01, baby. Uh <laughs> Eric Scott, Tony Jefferson, uh TJ McCray, Jason Boyd, Tim okay. Marshall, um, Justin Ferguson, and myself. Oh, Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, um, uh, I, like that was that was the, that was the round table right there. We was the boys at the table right there. <laughs> right, and I give it to you because I remember Marshall. I'm gonna give a little thing on him. He was always pretty boy. He he had the polos. He was always looking extra nice. I'm not gonna say that I took my style from him, but I did take a little bit of Monotica later on in life. You know, keeping that collar <laughs> nice and stuff from him. And uh, Mr. Ferguson over there, Mr. Motorcycle, Mr. Out here doing everything, and um, Mr. Jason Boyd. Oh my lord. Army man, correct? Army man, right? Yeah, yeah army, army man. man. Eric Scott, man, he's out here. He's a beast right now. Yeah, big, big he, man. He, he, like, he like killer. I'm like, man, I'm trying to get like him on, on a Thursday. Um, yeah. Tony Jefferson out in New York City. We won't say too much on him. We'll just say he's living a good life out there. You know, he's the famous yeah, man. Yeah, that's my guy too. Shout out all the man, all all legends, all champs, all and, champs. Yeah, really. and everybody we want and, and uh Mr. McCray out there doing things because he's out here there. He's another one of them beasts. Um and yeah. one that we one, you know, right. one I won't forget. Yeah, one I won't um forget is uh what wasn't there a CJ Dixon? Oh man. Yes. My guy. I, I knew I was forgetting people because it was so much, but my man CJ Dixon, yes. That was my that's that's them, that's my other crew right there. Jared Pinnell, CJ Dixon, her big Kareem Bay. That's, <laughs> that's my other crew right there. Jared Pinnell, I was like my bigger brother right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's crazy, like and all these people, you know, even like it trickles down. So we'll say that's 9901 from I'll always say this about our 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 group of people from 99, I'll stretch it to 2008. Because it was some young kids. You had young cousins and different people in there. From 1999 to 2008, that was Rustburg. Then whatever goes on yeah. after that is just a new generation of people that we don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> That's facts, man. Right. That's facts. <laughs> and, and, and when people talk to me, because people be like, man, JR, you're a historian. You remember this and that. You can remember the, the battle of um, – what was a boy's name? We was in middle school. Baby and somebody. I was like, I wasn't even there, but I heard the story. You know, you remember what happened with Baby? <laughs> and um, and let me ask you this: you know, coming coming from your class, you know, um, it's crazy that you know we're 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 all almost forty now. Like I'm thirty five, right? And y'all older than me, so y'all almost forty. Um, yeah, I'm thirty seven. 
37, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, you know, it's crazy. And that's crazy that 37 to 35 is a four years of difference. I must have been kind of slow or something. I don't know. But anyway. Nah, yeah. um, I never understand school man versus the age man. <laughs> right. I swear to God, because I was like the smartest kid in my class. And I was like, I'm wondering why sometimes. But anyway, um, <laughs> along this way, you know, like the crazy thing that we nobody talks about about any of the history that goes on is like, you know, we lost a lot of people in between times. Um, one person yeah. I want to shout out that, that a lot of people forgot about is Natasha Robinson. Man. Uh, um. She, she was one of the ones, you know, that just. That was um, like my first girlfriend like from middle school to like my first my ninth even in ninth grade like we dated from eighth grade to ninth grade like that was my first girlfriend so like like that messed me up because I didn't even know about it and I had to hear about it because I, I faded away and I was like wow right and it's crazy so, like yeah, they, like they said and I'm sorry to bring it up like that but people like JR you just weird in story and you just name off a random person and you bring back a million memories and I tell people, I was like, because yeah. you know, just because you dated Natasha, I may have dated one of the younger sisters, you know? Right, 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 right. Right, right. So so everything ties in there. So Natasha, you know, we, we're gonna always think about you. You was a nice lady. And um anyway, on to another note on here. Um, one thing we do on my show, and I hope you haven't listened to any shows. I, I pray to God you didn't. You gotta tell us something <laughs> right now. You gotta tell us something right now, bro. You got to tell us either a hidden talent or something that nobody knows about you. We're going to need that right now. <laughs> uh, um, a hidden talent or something nobody knows. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, hidden talent. I do, I do a podcast. Nobody knows I do a podcast. Uh, my coach... My little man in football. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, okay, so the podcast. I mean, talent. you don't like, you don't have a hidden talent like you can do a handstand or some Morion type stuff or something. <laughs> I ain't got no hidden talent like that. You ain't that, no dancer. Bro. You ain't no beatboxer. You don't throw a piece of cardboard down and start dancing like they did in the eighties. <laughs> you know, you ain't got none of that. I just nah, always ask. All right, so yeah. Um, so I will ask you this: um, Who are you going to give a shout out to? Because we're nearing the end of the show, and I always like to let people take time. Who are you going to give a shout out to? One person I'm going to give a shout out to is to your sister Tanya. Tanya was nice <laughs> to me, and she would get into my ass sometimes when I was out of line. It was always the nonsense. Y'all preach a, a deal of no nonsense, and, and it makes sense in life. So, Tanya, you're going to get a shout-out from me. Ain't seen you in a long time, but you was always nice. And you reminded me of – what sister was it off of Bill Cosby? One of the sisters <laughs> off of Bill Cosby. Vanessa. <laughs> yeah! Yes! Ah! And see, you're wrong because you, you, you were thinking that too. You, you're wrong. <laughs> I hope she don't beat you up later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um shout out everybody in Westbury, man. Shout out, shout out you, JR. <laughs> like, <laughs> shout out. That, that's that's my shout out, man. Okay. Everybody back home, baby. 
see that I don't get to talk to, that I don't get to run into when I do pop up. Shout out all y'all, man. Yeah, and, and let me ask you about this, because I learned this from all of you. I, I follow this. Like, I like the mystery that we have when we come to the city, like, because we're brand new. How does that feel when you come back to the city and, and they ain't seen you in a long time? Like, oh, I got people running up like, like I'm a celebrity or something. Like I said, it gets to me sometimes because I'd be like, man, we wasn't even that cool. Back in the day, you didn't give me no play, you know, <laughs> but, but now now I'm chopped liver, you know? So, like, what is that? So, what? So your pop-up game, when you come to town, how long are you usually in town? Two days, one day, a few hours? Depending on the situation, two days, maybe three. Just depends on the situation. <laughs> in and out. So, it's like, like you said... <laughs> And I'll tell you, like, my trick is this, like, I have a group of core friends that they keep my phone number, they're on Snapchat and stuff like that, so I leave them clues, you know, I'm like, I'll be right here, blah, 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 and I'll be like, yo, I'm going to be in Lynchburg at this time, if you want to chill, be right here, if you're not going to be right here, then I'm not going to see you, and I don't take no extra time out, because I got my normal spots, I had Morris Hot Dogs, we used to have a, the Shanghai Express, get that R22, and then, it, you know, stuff just disappeared from there. So I appreciate you in, in teaching how to, you know, come into town and leave town unnoticed. Um, so Mike Banks, once again, brother, I would like to tell you, um, for me and from West Virginia Commonplace, it was awesome to have you on the show, bro. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me. I thank you for having me. Um, sorry, I'm moving around so much, but, um, yeah, I appreciate you for having me on here, man. And like, like I said, man, shout out to everybody back home, man. I got I to do better keeping in contact, but shout out to everybody back home, man. But everybody's going to know you again, and, and you're going to probably make some new fans out here because, you know, you got fans. That's another thing we'll talk about on another episode. <laughs> I'm going to have a roundtable with a bunch of Westbrook people, and we're going to talk about fans because fans, it's another term inside that fans, but we won't mention it today. So, once again, thank you for coming on, and I will holler.